Yeah, I'm like Neo now. <laughs> oh, that was good. That was good. That's Morpheus. Nothing more I hate in the regular season than losing to the Boston Celtics. Good morning, everyone. Jurassic Views, Bryce Diamond, Morning Devotions. Boston, last night in Boston, just was not a good game. Didn't start off well and continued to be kind of a lethargic, stuck-in-the-mud kind of game, um, along with all the added-on drama and um, theatrics that Marcus Smart and the Boston Celtics can do. Um, I don't know what kind of treatment... Jason Tatum gets. Uh, I, I was saying that Joel Embiid last year was uh, a trust fund kid to the NBA. Um, so he was getting the trust fund treatment with foul calls. I, I'm going to come up with something with, for Jason Tatum. But Jason Tatum, it's like valet service. Th this dude gets his car parked at the free throw line against the Raptors and probably a lot of other teams, but against the Raptors so much. Um, and you know, it's funny. I, I watched Boston play against somebody the other night could have been Washington. And I listened to the announcers complain. The Boston announcers complain about foul calls, not getting them or um, getting cheap calls on them. Listen, <laughs> if any Boston fan, and I know my man Brandon listens to this, but he, he's an honest Boston fan. If any Boston fan listens to this podcast, please, quick public service announcement for you. Stop. Stop saying you don't get calls, okay? You and Philly are in the same boat. Y'all get so many calls your way, so many favorite referee ear-bending calls, uh, referee getting baited in uh, to calls. It's just absurd, some of the things. I mean, Marcus Smart is really trying hard to build himself, uh, you know, a portfolio that he can hand over to, you know, Fox or, you know, CW or, or some weak station, maybe TBS, uh, so that he can get on a sitcom. Uh, this dude's acting is miserable, but I mean, if Ice Cube can be in movies, I guess so can Marcus Smart. Um, it's trash basketball. It's trash television when Marcus Smart is flopping. Um, 
Dennis Schroeder sees it, and now he's trying to do it as well. Uh, Romeo Langford um, has no Juliet, but he's acting out there. Uh, it is it is just bad for basketball when Marcus Smart does that. I and mean, here's the thing: Marcus Smart's a pretty darn good basketball player. Um, he's a pretty consistent shooter most of the time. Great defender, strong as an ox. So he doesn't need to do this. Um, but I, I say all this because <laughs> I don't want to go down too far a road. Uh, I say all this because. Boston fans get so so many calls your way. So stop. Please stop. Uh, and, and I'll now move on. Um, this was a bad game for many reasons for the Toronto Raptors. And, and really, you know, referees and, and Celtics aside, um, as talented as they are and uh, as frustrating as they can be, um, the Toronto Raptors really did not come out with a lot of energy, a lot of synergy. Um, guys are running into each other in the offensive end. Pascal still looks quite lost, which is fair. I mean, it's going to take him five to ten games to um, get himself oriented, orientated, and um, and and just yeah, just have the compass on north uh, to figure out. Um, you know, where he's supposed to be and where the other guys tend, have a tendency to be. Um, Fred looked off tonight. Not really sure why. Uh, I don't know if they were eating too many Boston cream donuts or, uh, you know, they tried to experiment with some CBD oil, but they just looked off. Um, and yeah, it cost them early. I mean, they ended up losing the game by 16. They had it within eight in uh, early stages of the fourth quarter and really could have had it closer, but they dug themselves into a big hole. You can't do that against a quality team like Boston in their building. You just can't. Um, they missed some wide open threes in that second quarter. Um, Gary Trent missed one. Uh, OG shot two bad ones and he didn't have a great game. Um, Chris Boucher continues to struggle. Um, I'm kind of all over the place like the Raptors offense was. Um, this was just not a good night from an energy perspective, from an execution perspective, um, from a, a defensive communication and connectivity standpoint. This was a, a <laughs> just a bad game. One, as I've heard, Fred say in the past, you just got to flush. And, and that sucks. There's lots to learn. And they'll look at the video and it'll be painful. <laughs> but this this was a bad night. And it wasn't Tampa bad. <laughs> but it was one you still put down the toilet for sure. Um, yeah, were there, were there some positives? I mean, Scotty Barnes played a pretty solid game, working hard. And I'll get to him in a moment because I, I think it's time we talk about Scotty in particular around this team and around where they're at and where they're going. Um, uh, Delano continues to, to play quite solid. I loved Alex Wong's takes. 
tonight on, you know, Delano Banning being the greatest lottery pick picked in the second round. Um, he was, he was pretty solid. Um, were there some other bright points? I mean, Gary and the, and it continues to deflect balls. Fred had some deflected balls. I mean, they're, they're doing some good stuff. Sfee looked okay. Uh, didn't look great, but, but had some bright moments. Um, still wanting to get some consistency at a precious, but he's on a new team. Uh, he's a young guy. He's only second year in the league. And I think that's, that's what's trending most about the Raptors in the first 12 games. And again, we're, we're 12 games in, in a season that we're hoping to be in that sixth spot. Probably likely going to be in the play-in um, is more likely where we're going to be. Somewhere, you know, between 6 and 10 is where we'll land. 6 at the high, you know. And if we can get our stuff together, great. We get on a roll. Uh, yeah, all of a sudden, uh, you know, we're, we're putting a lot of pressure on maybe the five spot. But I think we're probably more of a seven or eight, to be quite honest. Um, but the, the, the trend is that this team, through 12 games, has just been inconsistent. Um, we've, we've had uh, some, some solid offensive nights, like when we went into Washington and scored 109 and didn't have the best fourth quarter. Uh, we've had some great defensive uh, quarters, um, like we did tonight in the third quarter, like we did in the fourth quarter against the Chicago Bulls at home, uh, like we did against Indiana Pacers at home. Um, we've had some glimmers. Same with individuals. Gary Trent Jr. has had some really solid games. The game against New York, uh, he was really good. Um, solid game against Orlando. Uh, Fred's had a, a few good games. Um, I think it was the first game against Indiana. He was excellent, excellent in that game. Um, he was great in the New York uh, Knicks game as well. Played a quality game. Uh, certainly his best offensive game was against Washington. But then he's he's had some eh, okay games. Um and that's the thing about a young team, right? There's going to be inconsistencies. What's the difference between uh, a great young player and an all-star? Consistency. The all-star can night in, night out, do things at an elite level. Um, doesn't mean they have to hit buzzer beaters. Doesn't mean they have to have 360 dunks. Um, doesn't mean they have to go six for six from three-point land, this had to be consistent. And the Raptors don't have that consistency. Um, and when you're playing different positions, like I'm still giving the benefit of the doubt to Chris Boucher, he's playing the four, and I think that's thrown him off. Um, I think there's more high-pressure moments for Chris Boucher where there wasn't as many last year when he was getting a lot of time. Um, that's throwing him off. Um, when you're playing tight games, um, and, and there's expectation around games, I think that throws guys off. Uh, I think you get into a groove without Pascal 
and then Pascal comes back. I think that wrecks the rotations and it and it wrecks some of the looks that a guy like OG um, was getting before, and now things have changed. Um, growing pains, you know, that's what all this comes down to. It's growing pains. Um, and I was saying, you know, I was tweeting out tonight how, how different teams can look. And it's sometimes really surprising how different uh, people, uh, players and teams can look from one game to the next. And, and OG is a great guy to kind of focus on in that respect. Um, but, you know, as, as people are growing, as, as kids are growing, their moods are swinging all over the place because of hormones. Um there is um, all kinds of, um, you know, body changes um, that they're going through. And, and, you know, from age 12 to 18, there's not a lot of consistency. And that's kind of where the Raptors are. They're teenagers. And every so often, uh, they're going to have a big-time game. Um, every so often, they're going to string a, a, a week of games together that look really good and then the next week comes and they don't look anywhere near where they were and they forget some things and new players come in there's changes there's growing pains and i think that's where the raptors are at right now there's absolutely nothing wrong with that uh if you were to tell me you know we're 41 and 41 at the end of the season i'd probably take it um, I, I'm predicting that we'll be more in that 46 to 48 zone. Um, but 41, 41 for what this year is in the bigger plan of things, <laughs> my 2024 Larry OB trophy in, in our case, uh, trophy case. Um, yeah, you know, so if 41, 41 is, is acceptable six and sixes as well um, we got a game against philly tomorrow night i hope we got a lot more than we showed tonight there's certainly different matchups um it'll be interesting if tobias uh is there because joel Embiid will not be there tomorrow night i think we may see kim but we won't see pascal uh tomorrow um but here's here's one of the things that i've I was thinking a lot about before the season. I was thinking a lot about uh, going into the uh, regular season now that we have Pascal back. One of the things that I'm really wondering, and I realize that we're building to next season as much as we're building within the season, we're building to next season. Do Pascal Siakam and Scotty Barnes play at the same time as starters? I'm sure there'll be games where you'll want to see them close out games together. I'm sure there'll be lots of moments where they play together. But the biggest question for me right now, kind of a, a longer-term question within, within this season, is can they coexist in the starting lineup, knowing that OG is very similar as well? If OG shoots the three well, okay. If you're going to pick and roll with Pascal and Scotty, 
um, and use them as primary pick and roll, uh, like the, the screener. Um, okay. But, uh, you know, in these t- first two games, in these first two games, I just haven't seen from them uh, enough awareness and, and enough spacing on the floor. Um, and I'm, and it's tough to get touches. It's tough to get touches when you've got a lot of similar guys trying to get to similar spots. Um, and I'm not saying put in Sfee, but if you had Chem or Precious, they're not looking for their shot and they certainly aren't looking for their shot in the same way. Um, I really like Chem coming off the bench. And so I'd take the first six minutes being uh, Precious with Pascal, OG, Gary, and Fred. And then Chem comes in for three minutes and then Pascal um, and Gary come off. Let OG and Fred play the entire first quarter and then come back in, uh, you know, with, with Scotty and Pascal at that point with OG on the bench. And then they come in with, with Kem and, and Sfi, Delano, perhaps. Um, maybe Gary doesn't come in right away. Uh, maybe he comes in for Kem. Um, but, yeah, that's that's my big question right now. As you're trying to get touches, as you're trying to get the floor spaced, as you're trying to get the offense balanced, even the defense balanced. Because um, today when, when they were guarding Horford, they just seemed off. They seemed, you know, Boston really wanted to attack them. And... You know, I didn't think he was going to close the game, Al Horford. Um, and if it was tight, I don't think he would have. Um, but I mean, they were they were double teaming, and I think had Kem been on there, I I don't I think they would have just left them. They would have been comfortable. But Horford is big enough and long enough that you know if you if you if Scotty gets on him or Pascal gets on him, and you know you worry, you know. Or it's a knee-jerk reaction kind of thing to double him. And and he was just picking us apart. Another thing about tonight's start, just as a quick tangent, you can't keep doubling guys to set up open threes. You can't trade twos for threes, especially in that first quarter. If guys are tearing you apart on one-on-one matchups, fair. But... You just, they gave away so many corner threes to start that game that they dug themselves in a hole. I mean, it's 33-25 at the end of the quarter. You can't do that. Anyways, uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts about Scotty and Pascal starting together. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on, uh, you know, who's going to start, Precious or Kem. Uh, I think everyone would agree that Kem should close. Um, and I'd also love to hear people's opinion about, uh, Malachi and Delano, who, who plays more minutes when Yuta comes into the lineup, if Yuta plays well, who's, 
who's going to get more minutes at the point, Malachi or Delano? Because I think whoever doesn't should be going down to the 905 for a lot of games um, and a lot of minutes for sure. Um, I think the 905 have their season opener tomorrow uh, while we're playing Philly. So um, anyways, always lots to talk about. Always lots of excitement um, around this team. Um, Thank goodness for comedy. Um, Thank goodness for Alex Wong and Will Liu. My gosh, if you haven't listened to those two or read uh, on uh, Fan590 with their podcast and Raptor show, if you haven't read their tweets, follow them on Twitter, listen on Spotify to to the the Raptor show through the Fan590, Will Liu. Alex Wong producing sometimes comes on the show. Uh, those two are an absolute riot to listen to. Um, but yeah, I, I need that. <laughs> when the raps are down double digits and they just don't look all there, they look lethargic. I need some laughter and those guys definitely bring it. All right. Well, we got another game tomorrow night against Philly. Hope you guys have a great night. Be warm. The, the, the temperatures are starting to dip uh, in this next week. Stay warm. Stay cozy. Uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace.